Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that Edwards refused to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast. Wow, it's already the 8th? What the heck? This is the broadcast for February the 8th in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed. We use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution of the United States of America. That is our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers, one of our great peaceful, restorative solutions that we still have at our fingertips. And as you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to the broadcast. Our website's libertyroundtable.com, lovingliberty.net. Spread the word, share the love, would you please? Now, a quick recap of yesterday's show, and then we'll start the news the networks refused to use today. Yesterday, we had our guest on Lil Nelson Campaign for Liberty.org, RonPaulInstitute.org, doing a phenomenal job. We talked about seven reasons to count ballots by hand. SecureVoteUtah.org, we've been working big time on that. I signed the petition encouraging everyone else to do so as well. We have got to get the handle on elections, ladies and gentlemen. Not only was last time a fiasco, but it's been a fraud for years. And we've got to go back to the local precinct. We've got to go back to paper ballots. We've got to go back to transparency and exit polling and a whole lot more. We need people to swear to the vote, count by penalty of perjury. We need to do it in the local precinct and jettison, vote by mail. We've got a lot of work to do. SecureVoteUtah.org. We've also encouraged across the country, SecureVote, whatever your state is, .org. If you don't have one of those, Get a hold of the Secure Vote Utah people, learn how to do it, and get it done in your state. I don't think there's anything more important than this issue, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, We can't harp on it 24-7 because there's other news, but we've got to keep this alive. We've got to keep this in focus. We've got to keep this front and center because you know what? Even if you debate, well, it's not about 2020, Sam, it's over. Yeah, but what about 2022, huh? and 2024, and so on, and so on. This issue is absolutely vital. SecureVoteUtah.org. All right, we also talked about the crazy Utah legislature. It's a 45-day reign of terror is what I call it. They're about 21, 22 days in, and they've got what's called SB88. It's a digital driver's license, centralization of information, but that also means centralization of power and control, ladies and gentlemen, and increases the information scandal, meaning your information can be hacked and or compromised. It allows those with the information to absolutely control us. This connects our driver's licenses and information to a, quote, international organization of who knows who that will have oversight and power over our private personal information Not only that, our medical information and really, literally, in essence, be able to control our access to travel. This bill literally, literally, believe it or not, creates a credit score just like the communist nation of China 
has as well. Stand against this bill in Utah or check your state and see if you have a similar abuse going on. Because, wow, it's out of control. Never intended for your federal government tied in with global global interests uh, to have that kind of information on you. It is an absolute fiasco. We also talked about Alexander Hamilton. General welfare clause, that's what they're using to kind of perpetuate this abuse. And Alexander continued to push for more and more and more centralized government. Shame on the founder. By the way, we talked about a time for introspection written by Jacob Hornberger. We can end this dangerous and destructive mayhem talking about war by doing two things. First, restore America's founding foreign policy of, quote, non-interventionism. Abandon these foreign military bases we have all over the globe, including Guantanamo, Cuba. Bring home our troops, ladies and gentlemen. No more state-sponsored assassinations. Think about that. No more state-sponsored assassinations. No more wars of aggression. No more kidnappings or coups or uh, aggressive alliances with dictatorial regimes. No more foreign aid and regime change plans and operations, folks. That's what we got to do first. Second, restore America's founding governmental system of a limited government republic. So in other words, we got to dismantle the national security state. We got to maintain an adequate defense force, but no more massive military industrial congressional complex, folks. Got a jazz and all that. The Cold War racket, by the way, never ended for the United States. LewRockwell.com, Jacob Hornberger sounds off again. He says the U.S. did not end the Cold War. Believe it or not, the Soviet Union did. And the U.S. military-industrial complex did not like it one bit. Yeah, they used the so-called conspiracy communist boogeyman to frighten us all and push us into war. You got to reject that, ladies and gentlemen. China, or China, Russia... Uh, and Iran do pose a threat to the United States. But the answer is a humble policy of non-interventionism. Ladies and gentlemen, we got to do that. We got to do that big time and reject these immoral wars. Uh, you know what? The reason that these countries are a threat to us is primarily because we fund them. They're building their military apparatuses off of the dollars that we send them on a trade basis daily, if you will. Uh, we've got to reduce the uh, imbalance of trade. We've got to make sure we're not building up the militaries of these countries, creating perpetual, unending, immoral war. Good for Jacob Hornberger, breaking it down like nobody's business. That was our one of Liberty Roundtable Live yesterday, a packed hour of hard-hitting talk at your fingertips. Hour two, equally as hard-hitting. Dr. Scott Bradley was with us. His collegiate goal and lifelong efforts all culminate in this collegiate series called To Preserve the Nation, available at freedomsrisingsun.com. And we talked about exposing the government and media and their climate change lies and exaggerations, ladies and gentlemen. We talked about Senator Ron Johnson doing a phenomenal job, sends a letter to the Secretary of Defense demanding information on, quote, shockingly high COVID-19 vaccine injury and death among Military personnel, what's going on there? Ron wants to know, and amen, do we agree? Trump, quote, if he wins the presidency again in 2024, says 
that his first executive action will be to restore the construction of the wall on the southern U.S. border. Bloomberg issued an apology Friday evening after accidentally publishing an article titled Russia Invades Ukraine. They say we um, prepare uh, headlines for an endless number of scenarios. And the headline, Russia Invades Ukraine, well, accidentally got published to our website inadvertently. We took it down. But my problem with all that, ladies and gentlemen, is this. Does Bloomberg really have all the different scenarios, headlines created? Do the big news organizations do that? We know to some degree they do. They even have death eulogies and things like that for celebrities and people like that. But here's the question. You know what? Russia invades Ukraine is a headline they leaked. It slipped out. Didn't mean to. Sorry. And we know they got a story written to go pro-war. But do they have a story written to avert war? Like a headline that says, hey, cooler heads in America prevail. Military steps back and avoids unjust war. Huh? Uh, do they have headlines that would de-escalate the situation? Hey, Intel shows that Russia's not intending to invade Ukraine. Or something like, you know what? We uh, follow the humble foreign policy of George Washington uh, and Ron Paul and others and say, you know what? We want to stay out of that sphere of the world. Both countries are sovereign. We pray they can work out a, a, a an equitable deal here. And we want to lead by example and offer our assistance to peacefully step back and, and dial back the rhetoric. And, and you know what? We can have a peaceful solution here do they have headlines for that kind of scenario sadly i doubt it all right joe rogan and spotify in the news spotify they say deletes 70 episodes of the joe rogan experience because of the racial slur controversy surrounding joe on previous episodes he used the n-word over and over they claim the bottom line though is it's a dishonest out of context video making joe look like an absolute buffoon and racist which they're very good at but the truth is joe used that word in context used that term quoting others it is an absolute fabrication this dishonest montage putting joe in a very dishonest uh racial light it's bogus well sadly joe caved and apologized and uh, melted down he should never do that he should say you lying thugs are taking me out of context you're dishonest uh, even Barack Obama used the N-word more than once. And uh, you know what? Donald Trump didn't use the N-word, even though you thugs tried to catch him at it, but it didn't happen. So you gave up on that narrative. Now you're trying to attack me. Uh, black people in their rap songs use the N-word all the time. Are you saying that blacks can do it with flat-out impunity, but I can't even when I quote somebody else? Now, going forward, maybe using that word, even quoting, I ought to say the N-word instead to avoid controversy, but nevertheless... You guys are dishonest liars. No, Joe didn't take him on like he should have. Poor Joe caved. Joe Rogan, you're a great dude, and I back you a thousand percent, brother, but you got to get a backbone. I'm telling you that right now. Spotify now, though, confirms that Joe Rogan was the one that removed his own episodes with racially offensive language. The plot thickens, does it not? You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Live. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, 
breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Decades after Jimmy Carter, Joe Biden picked up where he left off. With America surrendering to terrorists, Biden's foolish spending is causing inflation, which means more pain at the pump, higher prices on groceries, devaluing your retirement savings when you need it most. Once was a mistake, twice is a disaster. America needs strong leaders, not weak ones. Save America JFC is responsible for the content of this advertising. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine. The award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. I think that my family has always had a big influence on me for not smoking because since I was little I was taught that smoking was wrong. Recent studies indicate that smoking among teens often leads to the use of alcohol and other drugs. I think having faith in God is a big part in it because the way I was raised has helped to avoid smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. So it turns out that Joe Rogan removed his own episodes. Let's not think that Spotify shut him down. So Spotify confirms Joe removed these. And I, you know what? Shame on Joe Rogan. What Joe needs to do is stand up and say, look, I'm not defending use of the N-word, but I was using it in quoting other people and everything else, and this is a dishonest narrative. And Joe's spoken out a little bit, but he also, by removing his own episodes and saying this is the most shameful point in my life and everything else, he just caves to their narrative. And once they smell blood in the water, they're just going to keep attacking Joe. Uh, I believe Joe cracked that he shouldn't have. He should have stood tall. Believe it or not, standing more tall than even Joe, <laughs> Joe was offered $100 million now to jettison Spotify. Okay. We are ready to fight alongside you, Rumble CEO Chris Pavlosky, I think it is, tells podcaster, meaning Joe. Rumble is trying to lure Rogan away from Spotify with a $100 million deal. That was what he was offered in the beginning by Spotify under the contract. Now, whether Joe Rogan can leave Spotify, I don't know how that all is internally, contractually or not. I will say, you know what, I commend Rumble, the Canadian site, for standing up. Uh, and shame on Spotify in the beginning for not backing Joe more. But also, sadly, Joe caves when he shouldn't. Joe should have guts, and he should say, listen, society has changed. I'm not defending the old societal norms, but I'm telling you, we all lived in it, and we all behaved according to it. And you know what? If you're going to judge me by today's standards for yesteryear's content, shame on you. You've done that to the founders. You've done that to everybody, and it's wrong. Now, going forward, should I be more sensitive and use the N-word is the N-word, and as opposed to saying it, sure, maybe so, but you know what? 
don't attack me based on you know today's standards for yesteryear's living in reality. It's not a fair narrative. It's dishonest. It's immoral. A lot of people are willing to stand with you, Joe. I'm one of them. Okay. Why can the black people use use N words everywhere in their music, in their songs? Uh, but yet, hey, that's no big deal. But what is Joe's problem that he's white? Is that his problem, or is he white? See, what nationality is he? Is he kind of half black like uh, Barack? They call him a black man, but he's really as white as he is black. What gives with this? I don't know. I'm just telling you that we've got to learn to take on the culture wars hardcore. An apology and, you know, taking down your own shows, destroying history, 1984-esque, is not the answer, people. It is not the answer. I don't care if Joe's right or wrong on this. Joe should say, hey, I will, you know, going forward, I'll be more sensitive to this. By all means. It's a critical point. I, okay, there's nothing wrong with acknowledging a better way forward. But to erase the history of the past, to jettison the history of the past, to literally attack Joe, their goal is to get Joe gone. Now, Joe's not even conservative enough for me. Nevertheless, I, uh, I have liked a lot of what he's done with regards to vaccines, and he, he's been a truth teller, and I commend him. But Joe, don't wimp now. They'll smell blood in the water, buddy, and they'll eventually take you out, my friend. That's their goal. I'll pray for you, and I'll stand with you. But, man, don't wimp out, brother. All right, Kirk Crosby's with me. Welcome to the broadcast, sir. It's been a long time. And what do you say to the Joe Rogan story? Well, you've covered it very well, Sam. Uh, as far as I can see, you've got it uh, covered top to bottom as usual. Good work. Anyway, I, I, I don't, I'm not defending the language that's been used in the past um, because I agree that we can go forward and be more kind, more civil, more polite. That's good and honorable. But to attack Joe but yet leave everybody else, what about all the gaffes and what about all the racial uh, evidence of Joe Biden? If we're going to start attacking people, hey, let's be fair about this. Let's mm-hmm. tell the blacks they can't use this in their rap music. Let's okay. We got to go right on down the line, and treat everybody uh, openly, fairly, honestly. But what they're doing is they're just using this as a wedge to attack Joe Rogan, and I reject it because Joe, believe it or not, has been able to take on the mainstream press like never before, and they don't like it, Kurt. Well, you're exactly right, Sam. And uh, you know, as you mentioned, uh, he's been uh, willing to have uh, people like. Uh, Dr. Malone and and others, uh, you know, telling the truth about the uh, corona and, um, you know, so many things uh, there. I have not ever heard uh, his broadcasts, uh, but I have uh, read reports, um, you know, like in World Net Daily and others um, talking about his uh, um, efforts. So hats off to him and uh, we believe in uh, freedom of speech. That's so, right. And, and Joe's not near as conservative as we are. He, he does a pretty good job at kind of walking that center line. But he is willing to, uh, you know what, have open dialogue with even people that he disagrees with. He's willing to have an open dialogue on topics the others simply believe are untouchable topics. And I commend him for it. I just hate to see him cave, not understanding the landscape. Uh, and have them take him down. The second he starts to take down his shows, the second he starts to say, oh, my gosh, I'm sorry, this is the worst part of my whole life. And You know what? He's going to lose the battle. They smell blood in the water. And that's the sad part. I don't think that he that he ought to defend what he's said in the past necessarily, but I think you ought to defend, hey, I had a right to say it. And society was different then. And you cannot continue to change societal expectations and norms and then use that against me in the yesteryear discussions. Otherwise, everybody's going down, but they pick and choose who they take down with this. 
and that's the problem that I have with it. Do you think Joe will go to a Rumble? I would like to see nothing more than him to jetify, or jetify Spotify <laughs> and, and join the uh, Rumble-fy or whatever you want to say. I kind of hope he joins Rumble. I don't know if he will, but I, I hope so. Well, um, you know, I do too. And, uh, you know, the thing that I love about it is uh, you see more and more competition in these areas. Uh, you know, whereas before, uh, what, YouTube was the only spot or I don't know who was the only. I mean, you and I remember the days when ABC, CBS and NBC was were the only uh, games in town, if you will. And boy, oh boy, um, the landscape has uh, changed, hasn't it? And I'm delighted that it has. We're starting to see more and more efforts like Rumble, like Brady on TV and radio. Uh, like Liberty News Radio, like Loving Liberty Radio Networks, like Lindell TV, uh, Mike Lindell and Frank Speech and Donald Trump's planning, hopefully, to get in the game. He keeps talking about it, but I don't really see any real serious effort to do so. Uh, but I pray he does. There's a lot of options with WND.com, The Epic Times doing a phenomenal job, all kinds of unique podcasters. The new media is taking center stage, and I can only pray that Joe Rogan uh, does quit Spotify and join Rumble. That's my prayer. All right, Arizona well, is in the news. Just real yes, quick sir. before we get there, um, you know, you should be able to basically take a bow because you suggested this uh, many, many years ago uh, that people, you know, basically do their own thing. Uh, for example, in education, you suggested, hey, uh, do private school, homeschooling, and that kind of thing. And, and when it came to... Um, broadcasting you suggested hey do your own make your own deal uh you know and and uh, these people i think either they listen to you or at least they've finally come around haven't they sam well bright minds think alike and i commend the work that all these other people are doing the work they're doing is just absolutely tremendous i wish we would have got to start on this years ago because i think we'd have a lot bigger platforms if we would but remember, you know, WND.com has been around as long as us, Joseph Farah and crew, and I commend them. And they're getting just absolutely slaughtered and attacked at every turn. Uh, our prayers are with them because I think they're stellar people and doing a wonderful job. Really, WND.com and the EpicTimes.com are two of the best sites ever. Now, I'm not saying there's not a lot of good news other places, and I'm not saying a lot of people aren't doing a great job as well. But those are two of the greatest uh, sites, that and um, – uh, Mike Adams and those at, at uh, Brighty on radio and TV. You know, those are the people that are moving and shaking and doing a phenomenal job. Mike Lindell starting to do a really good job. I mean, I'm really appreciative of others. Not, I'm not one of those guys that are like, oh, man, this is horrible because there's new competition. Look, I say the more the merrier telling about the tale of liberty, the more the merrier bringing forth true news. Uh, you know what? I don't got an exclusive on it. Don't want to. Don't pretend to. Uh, you know, I, I think the more voices we get and the more Americans shut off their mainstream uh, dishonest narrative, those folks have lost credibility. It's been a credibility crisis for those folks. But you know what? There's a lot of people that are telling a lot of truth. Brandon House uh, with Mike Lindell doing a great, great, great job and a good work. Uh, Tom Woods doing a great job with his podcast. When it goes on and on and on, I can't even really honestly name everybody. They're doing so great at it but anyway i really hope that uh rogan or somebody big joins rumble to where hey rumble can start to take on 
uh, YouTube and start to take on some of these big people. Because, look, YouTube and Facebook and Twitter and oh, Instagram and these different places, you know, they talk big like they want to just set everybody down. But you know what? If a thousand big people move to different services and the people went along with them, before you know it, uh, Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and all that would be rendered literally second rate. That's what we got to get done. We the people can make that happen if we stand together. I'll tell you that right now. Our greater numbers shall have us succeed. Arizona's on the hot seat. We'll talk about it coming up with Kirk Crosby in seconds on your radio. Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Eric Lander, a science advisor to President Biden and director of the White House Office of Science and Technology Policy, has submitted a letter of resignation. An internal White House investigation concluded that Lander bullied and demeaned his subordinates and violated the White House workplace policy. White House spokesperson Jen Psaki wrote, The president accepted Dr. Eric Lander's resignation letter this evening with gratitude for his work on the pandemic. I didn't serve this country to be bullied by a prime minister that ran away like a chicken that... Like, who runs away from their people? Daryl, holding a Canadian flag and wearing a military uniform on Breitbart at the truckers' protest in Canada's capital, Daryl claims Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's vaccine mandate is hurting working-class Canadians. The Prime Minister has called protesters insurrectionists. Judge Hugh McLean has now ordered truckers' horns to be silenced for the next 10 days. USA Radio News. Guys, are you tired of being tired? Frustrated because it seems impossible to lose belly fat? If you're looking for a solution, then listen to Mark. I had fantastic results with the Andro 400 Max. Probably lost 35 pounds. And more impressive than that was the inches I lost off of my belly and my waist. And the increased energy is is fantastic. I'll be totally honest. I tried a different product, and I wasn't happy with the different product. You guys are considerably cheaper than the other brand, and I can really feel the difference. Andro 400 Max, the extra-strength, all-natural testosterone booster. The safe, easy, and affordable way to gain energy and lose stubborn belly fat. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Feel and look like a new man. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. Love is in the air. Cupid is drawing back his arrow. And Americans are opening up their wallets. Americans are set to spend a near record amount on Valentine's Day. The National Retail Federation saying the nation is expected to spend nearly $24 billion, just shy of 2020's record $27.4 billion. The group estimates shoppers will spend an average of just over 175 bucks per person on gifts. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. With diplomacy spanning across two continents, President Biden met with Germany's new leader Monday and vowed the crucial Nord Stream 2 Russia-to-Germany gas pipeline would be blocked if Russia further invades Ukraine. Russia's Vladimir Putin replied that the United States and its allies are the only ones talking invasion. Putin and French President Emmanuel Macron met for more than five hours in Moscow at the same time Biden and German Chancellor Olaf Scholz spoke at the White House in an effort to defuse the crisis. USA Radio News.
It's all about the sacred cause of liberty, ladies and gentlemen. Kirk Crosby, Sam Bushman on your radio. This half hour is brought to you in part by localhoneyman.com. Raw honey delivered directly to your door, baby. Multiple flavors taste phenomenal. Raw honey. Localhoneyman.com. Or you can also dial 801-669-2211 and text or call and say, hey, I want to learn about the raw honey and see what the current offers are and everything else. Localhoneyman.com. All right, Arizona is in the news on the hot seat. Kurt, do you want to update us on what's going on down there? Well, first, um, you know, I was really surprised about this, uh, frankly. Um, um, You know, we've been watching this kind of thing and hoping uh, for uh, some movement, if you will, some real action um, for, uh, well, how many months now, Sam? I mean, what, 13, 15 months or whatever since since the uh, November uh, 2020, uh, you know, fiasco. Um, and the headline I see now from uh, frankspeech.com uh, says, Breaking news, colon, Arizona representatives and senator, senators introduce resolution to pull down Arizona's 2020 presidential electors. Um, and I did see uh, part of uh, Mike Lindell's Lindell report uh, where they, you know, basically show you the uh, uh, this resolution and uh, well, exactly what is said there. Um, now, uh, it was interesting to me, uh, well, not interesting or not even surprising, but uh, when you look up anything about this, uh, you're going to see maybe some uh, Yahoo uh, reporting about it. Uh, The one, I guess you could say, news source that may be mm, at least middle of the road would be the Washington Examiner. Um, And yet, um, you know, there wasn't um, much good uh, said about it. Uh, I guess the House Speaker there uh, his name is Rusty Bowers, and um, according to CBS 5 out of Phoenix, uh, he, the House Speaker quickly, um, they say, appeared quickly to axe a proposal uh, about this uh, decertification. Um, now, the thing that I found interesting when you read most of the, uh, well, all of the three articles uh, you think, well, it's only one lone guy, uh, this state representative, Mark Fincham, that's uh, really working on this. And yet, um, if you read closely, you find there's um, 13 of them that basically signed on, including some senators and some representatives. And uh, they list them. Uh, they they don't seem to be just a bunch of crazies, uh, you know, to me, but... Uh, that's, of course, um, not what they want you to think. I don't know if you got a chance to read any of those articles I sent you on it, but... Uh, I did, uh, and I find a lot of it fascinating. Let me tell you, there's kind of a battle, it seems to me, uh, down in Arizona on those who believe there's election fraud, which include me, by the way. Uh, Arizona representatives and senators introduced resolution to, quote, pull down. Arizona's 2020 presidential electors. In other words, they feel like, hey, we want to back out of this. This is too, you know, fraught with fraud and everything else. And, okay, 
then Trump ally moves to decertify 2020 election in three Arizona counties. By the way, there are three of the biggest counties in Arizona. Uh, that's even the Washington Examiner talking about that piece. And then Representative, I think you say Finkum, is that how you say his name? Uh, anyway, Finkum. That's the way I can guess, yeah, F-I-N-C-H-E-M. Yeah, Finkum's bill to decertify Arizona's election is more about 2022 than it is about 2020. That's um, Lori Roberts in the Arizona Republic now. The reason I bring up all those headlines is because I think it really chronicles uh, what's going on. You've got um, a lot of Republicans that believe that, hey, there was vote fraud. Uh, You've got a lot of conservatives that say, you know what, something's not adding up. Even though the courts won't take it, even though the media won't discuss it, the fact is there's just too many weird anomalies, too much evidence showing that it is not um, a clear, uh, honest, transparent reality. But then you've got the court shutting it down, and you've got insiders Literally swamp monsters. Uh, it brings up the question that Kurt always wisely points out, what is a Republican here? Because you've got these swamp monsters that are defending the, quote, fraud. It is shocking. And, and so the battle's on, and Arizona's kind of ground zero right now. Uh, other states are a little bit, but Arizona's really taking it uh, on like nobody's business. Um, but it's really a battle uh, between the, in my opinion, honest Republicans and the swamp Repub- Republicans at this point. Really, uh, Kurt? Well, and you're exactly right, Sam, and uh, you remember how we learned uh, years and years ago that uh, you pretty much need to read um, (laughs) these things from the bottom up. And, um, you know, you look at the uh, Yahoo piece, which is, uh, you know, pretty much sourced out of the Arizona Republic. Um, If you only read down to where there's a little kind of a faint thing that says uh, read more, um, well... You're going to be getting only uh, what I'd call their twist on it. Now, if you read and you hit that read more and then go clear to the bottom, uh, you'll find that this is an Oro Valley Republican, uh, which is, by the way, uh, where our oldest son and his family lives, uh, you know, Sam. And uh, this guy, uh, you know, they do list or they do at least uh put part of his resolution in there. And, uh, for example, it says, whereas, and there's a whole bunch of that stuff, you know, but that's uh, how they do that. But he says, whereas a declaration of the results of statewide electoral contests in the 2020 general election is in dispute with probable cause to believe that multiple discrepancies exist, both criminal and non-criminal in nature, and that so many questionable ballots were commingled with legitimate ballots across the state of Arizona that significant voter disenfranchisement has occurred, making the election irredeemable, irredeemably compromised. Um, and they say, you know, this is the Yahoo piece going on. Uh, you know, they put quotes there, the end quote, and then they say it goes on with another 51 whereases, uh, including a, they say, laughable claim that all day Trump 
that the all-day Trump infomercial he convened, talking about Fincham, I guess he did this back in November 30th, um, where they were, you know, basically showing what they had seen and that kind of thing. But anyway, as you go down, you'll see, uh, Sam, this guy's joined in his resolution. They say by the usual conspiracy buffs, and yet they list a long group, Sam. Uh, they've got uh, Brenda Barton of Payson, Leo Biasucci of Lake Havasu, Jody or Judy Burgess of Skull Valley, Neil Carter of Queen Creek, Joseph Chaplick of Scottsdale, Lupe Diaz of Benson. You know, these don't all sound to be a bunch of white guys, uh, Sam, to me. Uh, John Fillmore. No, but it's Apache not about Junction. being white. It's about election fraud, and they see it as plainly as everybody else does, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody else sees it except for the swamp. That's right. Okay? Teresa this is the Martinez. Reality. The problem is the swamp controls and owns the media, and so it's very, very hard to get the average American to know the real landscape. But those of us who have been following it, those of us who are involved in alternative media, um, in the production of and or viewership or listenership of, we're all caught up, and we all know it's a fraud. These guys are no different, Kurt. That's right. Teresa Martinez, that sure sounds like a, uh, you know, maybe a Hispanic lady, of Casa Grande, Quang Nguyen. Now, N-G-U-Y-E-N, I don't really know how to say it, but sure sounds like maybe an Asian descent person of Prescott Valley and Jacqueline Parker of Mesa. Also, you had Senator Sonny Borelli of Lake Havasu, City, Wendy Rogers of Flagstaff. Now, you've heard much from her, a good, good, hard-working lady. And Kelly Townsend of Phoenix, of Mesa. So you have a pretty good group there, uh, you know, that are working on this thing. So uh, I, I've i got some high hopes, uh, Sam, and uh, we hope uh, that um, other states uh, will take... Uh, Courage from this, and uh, we'll take a page out of the blue book or the the playbook. No question, yeah. We got to work on it, folks. This is something we can never give up on. And I'll tell you two of the points that I really think are the most important of these uh stories and headlines of what's happening there. Number one, this decertify you know, we always say nullify now. Well, decertify now is what I would say, decertify now, people, because it's absolutely a sham. The second thing that I think is really important is, you know, there's a lot of those who say, let's not look back at 2020 anymore. My response uh, is the same as uh, this representative Finkum, which says, look, this is not about 2020 as much as it's about 2022. Now, I personally think it's about both, but I agree it's the looking forward to make sure there's not more election fraud that's really the key. Hang tight, Kirk Crosby in seconds. Yeah, this is David in engineering. This is your wife in suburbia. Oh, hi, hon. What's up? How's the robot coming? Well, he doesn't exactly respond to requests mm. yet, but I'm... Well, I know how frustrating that can be. You do? Uh-huh. I'm still waiting for my romantic lunch date. Oh, yeah. David. Well, I must not have enough memory uh, allocated. Uh-huh. Sorry. You know, your son said mama today. Really? Uh-huh. Well, we'll have to have that sound chip changed to Dada. Well, you could reprogram it yourself, you know. I know. Hey, why don't we do it over lunch today? Oh, you really are brilliant. Thanks. You want me to bring the robot? David. He can order pasta in 11 languages. Only if he pays for his own lunch. Okay. Oh, don't forget to bring Chip. Uh, I still wish we hadn't named him that. Well, why? It beats general default. Oh. Family. 
Isn't it about time? Do you know that a baby processes information three times faster than an adult? An adult what? Engineer. Engineer. Funny, funny. <laughs> I'll see you at noon. I can't wait. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I have a question. Can a nation conceived in liberty carry its head high if it denies protection to the youngest and most vulnerable of its citizens? Can a country founded on God-given rights continue to thrive without understanding that life is a precious gift from our Creator? I believe that great nations and great civilizations spring from a people who have a moral compass. I don't think a civilization can long endure that does not have respect for all human life born and not yet born. I will be in earnest. I will not equivocate and I will not excuse. I will not retreat an inch and I will be heard. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life. So much to talk about, so little time, ladies and gentlemen. Kirk Crosby on your radio. Localhoneyman.com is where it's at. Localhoneyman.com. So this Mr. Finkham, uh, his bill to, quote, decertify, and I agree, decertify now. Arizona's election is more about 2022 than 2020. Uh, this author, Lori Roberts, of Arizona Republic says, I think is as much about 2020 as anything because we were wronged. But you know what? I agree with the point that looking forward, what matters is uh, I'd love to prosecute the criminals that did this the first time. No doubt about it. Uh, but you know what? Looking forward to 2022 and 2024 and beyond, we got to make sure this stuff never happens again. Kurt, that's really the point here. Democrats talked about election fraud over and over and over and over until Joe got in. Then they act like we're nuts on parade for talking about it. Everybody knows there's vote fraud, Kurt. Everyone. The courts, uh, these legislative bodies, these, quote, uh, surrogates or delegates or electorates or whatever, everyone knows it, Kurt. Well, I couldn't agree with you more, Sam. And, um, you know, at least to me, uh, that's a such a key issue that really, I mean, like right now you've got um, a, uh, well, a, a Supreme Court justice that they say is going to be stepping down. So then you have uh, a man that, in my opinion, is illegitimate in the White House uh, that would be making that choice. And uh, that should never uh have happened it should never be going on and so many of these other problems we face with the uh, out of control inflation i mean more out of control than we've seen in our lifetimes uh with uh, the border problems uh you know and so many other problems can be directly connected and related to um well, the problems we saw there where the communist Chinese, um, uh, along with uh, other, you know, nefarious actors, basically used uh, the Internet and the, their connections to uh, uh, overthrow, um, well, to change the results. And uh, it's pretty amazing. Amen to that, ladies and gentlemen. 
Arizona representatives and senators. So it's both sides of the um, aisle, if you will, or, you know, the House and the Senate in the great state of Arizona introducing a resolution to basically pull this back and say, hey, this is a serious problem. And, uh, you know, however we get to the bottom of it, I know this. We cannot let this issue go. Okay, no matter how you feel about it, whether you think it's about 2020, whether you think it's about looking forward 2022, whether you think it's a lost cause, whether you think, you know, it's impossible to prove, no matter what you think, the fact is, ladies and gentlemen, this is too core to our God-given rights, too core to the republic, too core to what makes America tick, uh, this ballot box issue. And this is not something that you can let go of. This is not something that you can just go, oh, well, it's behind us now. Because all they'll do, if they get away with this, is continue the fraud. In fact, they'll move and take it as a mandate from the people that fraud's just fine. And they'll implement even greater layers of subterfuge and fraud. That's my biggest concern, Kurt, if we let this uh, issue go. We can't talk about it every day because there's just there's other things to talk about, too. At the same time, we cannot let this issue go. Well, and you mentioned this uh, years ago when uh, we saw... Oh, well, how they wanted to let go of, um, for example, the birth certificate suggestion and that kind of thing. And so many times, uh, one little thing, uh, one little indiscretion, if you will, leads to so many others, it seems like, Sam, doesn't it? Yes, and the problem is when you unravel one issue, two people start to wake up on other issues that's important, too. What was that guy's name that we followed that got murdered in D.C., Seth? Uh... Seth Rich. All right, Seth Rich. We got to keep that story alive, too, ladies and gentlemen, because that's at the center of literal deep swamp criminal activity cover up going on. I'm mm-hmm. telling you right now, the January 6th issue, the Oklahoma City bombing. Issue, I mean, we're starting to get too many issues to count, uh, but mm-hmm. every issue is used to, to steal our liberties, to create more tyranny, to create more fraud, to entrench the swamp even further. And we have got to keep these issues uh, alive. All right. There's two stories that I want to highlight before the end of the hour. First one, Peter Thiel. This is the multi-billionaire guy uh, that's been pretty conservative and pretty political in the past. He's one of the longest-serving board members of Meta, which is the parent company now of Facebook, right? He is stepping down from their board because he believes that we need to support Republicans. For 2022 and beyond. He's so um, passionate about this that he's literally, he's been on the board for like 25 years. He's getting out of the board so that he has time to focus on this with his money, with his efforts. He believe the ele- he believes the elections are that important. And I would agree with Peter, Kurt. Well, yeah, it's, uh, we've watched him. Uh, it seems like the first time I remember his a story about him is he was working on a, um, like an island or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was like it a boat like city. A, or a, a, yeah. a, a, I don't know what you want to call it, a ship out in the middle of the ocean community or whatever. That's right. And uh, so this guy's, um, you know, he certainly uh, thinks outside of the box. And um, in this case, um, you've got a number of different um, people talking about uh, headlines for him. And I think you've... Uh, Covered the, uh, you know, the headlines well there. Yeah, anyway, I find that very interesting, ladies and gentlemen, because we've got to really understand this matters. And I don't think Republicans are perfect by any means. But I do think there's a lot of um, 
what do you want to call it? There's a lot of waking up on the Republican side of things where you've got a whole group of conservative Republicans that I haven't seen in years, Kurt. And they are really starting to take the gloves off in terms of fighting for what matters most. And you got to give those people credit and you got to support those people. Um, are they perfect? No. Do they uh, are they as hard hitting and as bold maybe as a Sam Bushman on topics? No. But are they willing to jettison the swamp narrative of the Republican Party? I think in many cases the answer is a resounding yes. And this is why we need to support those people. It's not really about Republican as much as it is about these individuals that I believe many of them have it right, Kurt. Well, I couldn't agree more, Sam. And, um, you know, uh, when it comes to the uh, Republican Party, if you will, uh, you know, uh, I mean, uh, you know, there's different, so many different flavors of the day. Uh, but uh, you know, our our preferred flavor, I guess, would be the, uh, of course, uh, the Ron Paul kind of flavor. Uh, but there is uh, many of them. Uh, you know, uh, President Trump has uh, shown. Um, I mean, if you look at what he did and what he stood for and what he really got accomplished. Um, I mean, it was shocking, uh, you know, I mean, uh, here's a guy, you know, me that basically sells his hats and, uh, you know, flags for him and that kind of thing. And yet some people are surprised that I never even voted for him um, when, I mean, frankly, I supported the uh, Constitution Party and the Independent American Party. And I, uh, I think I may have voted for him if I thought in Utah that he was going to lose to the Democrat. Um, but um, I'm, I was just shocked at what he actually got done and what he did. And we had never seen that in our lifetimes, any, uh, well, presidential candidate or actual president that actually did what he said he was going to do. And I think the, fro the pro-life piece is center of all that he did even his republicans didn't go along with him had they done so we would be seeing a different pro-life view even today so i commend him for that too and you know he's not perfect folks and one man can't solve the world by three o'clock let's be clear some people are putting way too much expectations on trump too that even if i or you were in office at that point look there's limits of what one person can do he ran into opposition literally on everything he did, including getting dressed in the morning. I mean, it's that crazy, uh, folks. So let's be honest and fair about that. And let's look forward to 2022 and beyond and jettison vote fraud by our getting involved in meaningful ways. Final story of interest, Facebook, or I'm sorry, the IRS said, hey, we're going to implement this face recognition technology. You're going to have to take a video of your face to log into the government website to get at your own tax records and everything else. And man, everybody just went up in arms over this because it sub it leaves us um, open to fraud and hacking and everything else, Kurt. And, and we reported on this relentlessly, but you know what? Now the IRS backed down for now headline that I wrote says IRS backs down for now. IRS will no longer force taxpayers to submit a, quote, scan of their face to access their taxes online. So that is huge, Kurt. It is a huge start. I say they back down for now because you know how the government is. They're going to relentlessly continue to go after this till the cows come home, I'm sure. But for now, we've got the upper hand, and our efforts have made a difference. Um, we have really 
made some progress here. Again, when good people do things, great things happen. This is an example. Kurt? Well, I couldn't agree more, Sam. And, uh, you know, at the same time, uh, we always would like to suggest to any of those uh, folks who want to really know, I mean, because every so often you'll meet somebody when you suggest that uh, the income tax is a real problem. They say, well, gosh, don't you like those roads uh, that we drive on? Um, The fact is, uh, ladies and gentlemen, there are lots of solutions, uh, beginning with tariffs, uh, the way that the Constitution outlines uh, the way uh, that America ran for a hundred years or so before the income tax. And, um, you know, and then, of course, uh, you know, like I was studying up the other day from um, Joe Bannister. um, The fact is, Sam, according to everything I've been able to see, the 16th Amendment that allowed for the income tax was never even ratified uh, properly. And so if we're really trying to, you know, fix things, in other words, make America great again, make the world great again, then, man, where do you where do you stop? Uh, There's a lot of work to be done. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, I would absolutely agree, Kurt. Uh, I would agree there's a lot to do, a lot to make happen, a lot to work on for the sacred cause of liberty. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, and you know what? We're making a difference, though. One heart, one mind, one issue at a time. As we the people stand up, as the new media takes center stage, uh, as great people do great things. You know, all it takes for evil to prosper is for good men and women, I might add, uh, is to do nothing. We're doing a lot, Kurt, and more people are doing more things than ever before. I've been in this movement for a long time, more than 25 years, and I see in the last five years more people do more things than I saw in the first 20 So you know what? There is good news on the horizon. There is hope for the greatest country on the face of the earth. And I'm just grateful to be part of the solutions. Final words yours, Kurt. Couldn't agree more, Sam. Just a quick update on the uh, Give, Send, Go Freedom Convoy 2022. They're up to over $6 million. And, um, you know, God bless them and shame on GoFundMe is all I can say. Amen. What a disgrace GoFundMe's turned out to be. And uh, what is it? Go, send. Give, send, go. Give, send, go. I can never remember the order of that. Give, send, go. That phenomenal work on their part. Kurt, thanks so much. We'll have you back soon. For Sam Bushman and Kurt Crosby, God save the Republic of the United States of America. Second hour, simulcast with Bridie on TV and the Sheriff Mack Show. You gotta love it, baby. such a good deal for uh, Mike's uh, viewers, my viewers, our combined viewers, that this is the only way you're going to be able to communicate. And that's the other beauty about these phones is they can't track you because it's not talking to a cell tower. It's talking to satellites, you know, orbiting uh, over the equator. So SAT123.com, folks. your support of this platform. Use the code BTV at checkout for additional savings. Brighteonstore.com.
Ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for joining us on the Sheriff Mac Show simulcast with Liberty Roundtable Live TV and radio via Brighteon.tv and BrighteonRadio.com and beyond as we tell the tale of liberty like nobody's business. The good sheriff's with me. Welcome to the broadcast, Sheriff Mac. Thanks a lot, Sam. It's great to be with you this beautiful Saturday, uh, Saturday, uh, Saturday, beautiful Tuesday morning. I'm used to saying Saturday, but it, anyway, Sam, you are correct. We have absolutely a barn burner show today, and I think we got to get right with it with these cops stopping this 79 year old man. And man, did they take care they of this man? It. They pull him over and they do it right. I know this is shocking. But the Epic Times has the piece. Where's the mainstream press when you need them the most? And this is phenomenal. And we'll tell you the origins of it and all the details in seconds. Here's the event first. Video 2. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen. You'll, watch, you'll listen to the dialogue. You'll see what happens. We'll break away and talk about it in seconds on the Sheriff Mac Show and Brighty on TV. Frank 30 traffic, 18 and a half a mile. How's it going? Edward David Henry, 9864. Stand in front of your car. I'm trying to leave this show, Okay. What's going on tonight? Well, I'll tell you, everything's going wrong. Oh, come on over here so we don't get hit. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm over now. I'm like almost 80 years, 79 sure. years old. And uh, my wife's real sick, and my son's mentally ill. Mom, I'm sorry to hear that. I really try to drive right, and I bought a television today because... I want to make my wife happy, you know. And I can't get it hooked up. So we're looking for buyers here. I'm trying to get Try to tell me how to do it, you know. Sure. And uh, I vote for you guys all the time. Always what? Right on. Where do you live at? You. Sterling Heights. Where at? Cheviot Drive. Where's that at? Uh, south of 17. Okay. Right by the Fairfield Park. What are you trying to hook up? Like, what's wrong? Why can't, how can you not I hook bought, it up? I bought a television set, uh-huh. a 50 inch. Right. And I and I got one an old television. Okay. You know. So the why? How? What's wrong with it though? Like, why wouldn't well, it work? I don't know what to do because because the old t- TVs, the old tube type things. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what to do. You got a cable cord or anything? Or. Well, there's 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 a cable like. Uh, it comes into my house from yeah, so yeah. Did you try just plugging it into the back? No. Is the TV in the living room that you're trying to hook up, or where is it? It's in my it's in my family room. Okay. I was saying I might be if I'm not busy, I might be able to stop by and help you. Is that all you get? What 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 else did you do? I don't have no I don't have I don't no know. other cords to put in. But That's what I thought I was going to do. Buy but, some cords. Yeah. So it depends on the TV. My partner's real good at um, electronics. I can have him look at it if you want. Well, why don't you give me your number? Can I do that? Well, I can take yours. I don't know if I'm going to be busy or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. What's your number? How, when you, what time are you going to okay, be home? That's, good, uh, well, that's absolutely tremendous. Okay. Uh, uh, Sam? Yes, uh, sir. Incredible, I think, Sheriff. I take this on, away because this needs a breakdown, doesn't it? 
I, I, I've been on your show and I've been interviewed with you and by you uh, probably what a uh, hundred times or more. five years almost yep yes um, and this is exactly what uh, I have been talking about and this is exactly what the CSPOA promotes uh, we promote compassion from officers we pro- we promote and even teach and train that we do not leave our humanity and our compassion behind. Now, this officer completely forgot about the reason why he stopped this guy because he had compassion for this man who is crying about the horrible day he's having. And he started crying. I usually am driving very well, but he got preoccupied and trying to take care of his wife and trying to make sure she has something to keep her occupied during the day while she's sick and that he actually went and bought a huge television for her so that she could be entertained and maybe forget about her problems during the day. And so folks, the rest of the story here is that this fine young officer, and I don't care how old he is, this fine officer understands the part where he swore to serve and protect. Serve. He's serving this man. And he literally takes his partner that he talked about and goes over to this man's house. Yes, the officer said, I might be busy. I might be on a call. When he freed up, he took his partner and they went over to this man's house and hooked his TV up for him. Hook this TV up for him. You see, folks, this was the epitome of what is called community policing. Community policing has been around, the the idea of that and that term has been around uh, probably 30, 40 years because we wanted to take law enforcement away from being the heavy bad guy with the gun and I write tickets and I make arrests and I kick indoors And instead of this man getting roughed up or pushed around by an officer trying to do his job, this officer did his job. He focused on helping this man and his family. And and yes, Sam, you know my story about when I didn't do that. And it and it completely changed my Uh, life and my perspective. This officer was acting as a true uh, public servant, as a true peacekeeper, as a man who who was taking care of a fellow human being. I am so proud of this officer. I don't know his name yet, and I don't even know where Sterling Heights is located. I don't know what state that's in. Do, Do we know that yet, Sam? I don't know because I haven't had a chance to uh, dig into this. I got the story for the Epic Times. I confirmed that it was real, so I spent the time to do the due diligence on the thing enough. Uh, well, but it, I it, really want to focus on this community policing part. Yes, absolutely. And and I, I love this. I love that the Epic Times put this out. And I'm going to ask, is ABC or CBS or any of the other mainstreamers, are they going to focus on this a little bit? Are they going to put this out to the American people? Or are they going to continue 
to push the agenda that cops are all bad and they're trying to kill anybody they can. And they wake up in the morning hoping that they can shoot some black person today. Absolutely disgraceful and a pathetic part of our yellow journalism in this country. But I'm going to tell you something else that's really important. Go ahead. Uh, you, you're frozen, Sam. Uh, uh, folks, l- let me reiterate what, what happened here. Is a police officer, do you think he did the wrong thing? Do you think spending police time it, on fixing somebody's television is uh, good or bad? If you believe that it was bad, then you've been brainwashed into believing what cops are supposed to be doing. He should be out there uh, arresting drug dealers and and uh, uh, patrolling neighborhoods and blah, blah, blah. He is patrolling a neighborhood. He stopped in it, and he's there at someone's home. Folks, community policing is about, about the broken window uh, term or or philosophy. Let's call it a philosophy. That an officer is actually patrolling a neighborhood and he sees some poor rundown home and it has a couple of broken windows. And he stops by and he sees how he can help people fix their broken windows. You know that actually helping people clean up their yard and clean up their home and b- fix their broken windows increases their self-esteem and their self-worth and that they get to live in a home that is actually uh, presentable and maybe even attractive. And it makes them feel good. It makes their neighbors feel good. And people are helping people instead of this gouging all the time with sitting there writing tickets all day long. Folks, this is the emphasis of the CSPOA. We train this, we believe this, we do this. And my story on this same issue is this. When I was a rookie cop back in 1982, 83, right in there, I'm riding tickets and I'm in Provo, Utah at 600 West, 300 South. It's a four-way stop intersection. And a lady, while I'm there, I'm in a police car, a marked police cruiser. And I'm parked facing north, just south of the intersection. And this lady in an old beat up compact uh, station wagon, like a a Datsun compact station wagon. And it was a horrible car. It wasn't worth $250. There was primer gray showing, bald tires. Anyway, this lady has a bunch of kids in her car and she runs the stop sign right in front of me. It's about five or six in the evening and in the fall. And she... (coughs) She doesn't see me because she's so preoccupied with settling her kids down. She <coughs> runs through the stop sign. She looks over at me and 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 she goes, uh, she throws her hands up in the air as if to say, what else could go wrong today? So she runs the stop sign, looks over at me, throws her hands up in the air and immediately pulls over. She, <coughs> she doesn't even wait for me to uh, put on my red and blue light. So I walk up to her and I go, oh, good, this is going to be easy because I'm going to just write this ticket because that's what my job is. I'm going to just write this ticket. I walk up to her and she already has her license and registration out the window for me. 
and I, I take it. I start writing her ticket. She doesn't say anything. I look down at her. I glance down at her a couple of times, and she's just staring through the window, the, the front windshield. Her hands are on the steering wheel. Her kids are still acting up, and she's not even there. She doesn't care anymore. She's just had it. She's had a horrible day, and it looks like I'm going to make it worse. The officers in Sterling Heights didn't do that. They did just the opposite. And by the time I finished writing the ticket, I signed my name and my serial number, which everybody has to do writing a ticket. And <clears throat> what did I? I paused. And I looked down at this dejected, depressed woman. I looked down at her snotty-nosed kids. And I looked at her cruddy old car. And then, folks, I'm here to tell you, the epiphany occurred. I looked at me. And it was the most penetrating gaze I ever felt in my life. And I asked myself a couple of questions. I said, Mac, is there anything you're doing here that's helping this family? It was obvious she couldn't afford this ticket if it was $5. I think they were $30 at the time. It didn't matter. She had no money. She couldn't afford this. And so I asked myself another question. Mac, is there anything you're doing here that's making this a better place to live? And then I finally asked myself, is there anything you're doing here that's bringing honor to the badge you wear on your chest? Well, I kept that ticket and I walked away and I never told this lady what I was doing. I just felt so depressed and ashamed of what I was doing that I just simply walked away. The police station was a couple of blocks from there. I went to the police station. I tore up the ticket and threw it in the trash can. And I asked myself a question. Why do we have government and why do we have police that do this to people all day long and act like we're doing something good for the community? And so I completely changed my perspective. And I said, I'm going to find out why we have government and why we have police and what our role is in our society. I ran smack in the face of the oath of office that all of us take. And I said, I'm going to study this constitution. I'm going to keep my oath of office and I'm never going to be on the wrong side again. And that brought me to be a constitutional cop. And five years, six years later, I moved home to Arizona and I ran for sheriff of Graham County and I ran as a constitutional sheriff and that I would uphold and defend and protect and serve the people of my community in my county where I grew up. And you were elected twice in doing so, right, Sheriff? I was the first elected in 88. I was reelected in 92. And then in 1994, I became the first sheriff in American history to file a lawsuit against the federal government, take it all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court and win. I beat the Clintons at the United States Supreme Court. So and now it's considered it, it all started from that lady and, and not giving her that ticket. Go and ahead. And now, Sheriff, it's the greatest Tenth Amendment decision ever rendered in American history, which is critical. I want to focus before our guest comes on at the bottom of the hour on this community policing thing a little bit more, though, ladies and gentlemen. How much do you know about community policing, huh? It's much more than walking a beat is the point, ladies and gentlemen. Let me tell you what community policing does, and then we'll let the sheriff rock and roll on this. Community policing reduces fear in a community, sheriff. 
Uh, it does, and it increases the relationship between the the peace officers that we pay to uh, keep us safe and protected, and of course, to to make us better. Just like I said to myself, are you making the community a better place to live? Well, the broken window theory or philosophy is part of that. And this man's life was broken. This 79-year-old man trying to take care of his wife and his mentally ill son, he's, he's broken that day. And the cops fixed it and they fixed him. And I'll bet, I'll bet they, they went back uh, since then or they will and they'll go by and they'll check on him and they're patrolling the neighborhood and they're making sure people are okay. And that's exactly what we should be doing. I say get off the ticket writing and go and do this in your community every day and find another place where they need some help and assistance and some bolstering. And they took care of this man. And I'm proud. I'm proud to say that these men are peace officers in this country. And I hope that we create tens of thousands more just like them. And Sheriff, I want to say this is what got me into the CSPOA from the very, very beginning. I understood that it's about building relationships between we the people and the elected sheriff and those peace officers who serve us. We don't need an adversarial relationship with the cops. We don't need to be accusing cops of shooting everybody. We don't need to be uh, trying to defund the cops. Now, sure, we might review budgets and always streamline. That's always wise in any uh, expenditure or budget. But you know what? We don't need to attack the cops. They don't need to attack us. We advocate for, that's the CSPOA's core mission, to develop a relationship between we the people and those who serve us in the law enforcement profession. We can help them learn to protect and serve. We can teach the next generation that the cops might actually help you hook up your TV. Or if you're Rosa Parks, they might walk you home safely. Or if I could go on, Sheriff, but I want you to, to, to continue on this. This is what it's about, the whole CSPOA push and training about oaths of office, about protecting and defending, about this is the whole core of it all. Well, protecting and defending is absolutely uh, so pertinent to what's going on today in our society. Uh, a true peace officer, as these cops were in this particular instance, would make sure that people aren't being forced into quarantine camps. They would make sure that we're not being forced to be vaccinated. Uh, they would be the first to stand in the way and make sure that we're not being forced or that our children are not being forced to wear diapers on our face, uh, our faces in schools. <laughs> They would be they would be the Amen. first to keep to keep rogue and out of control tyrannical government off our backs, and that these people would be these cops these public servants would be found standing next to us and protecting our God given rights in every sense of the word and being true public servants as these uh, particular cops were this day. Uh, I hope their chief finds out who, or their sheriff or whoever oh, he did. Uh, is their ultimate supervisor. And, and get yeah, if you read, man, we need the rest of it. In, in the rest of the yeah, video, it highlights that they actually had a press release about this and everything else. They know about it and they're being commended right now. Uh, and I want to oh, say good. a couple of other things about the video that's worth highlighting in this as well, Sheriff.
if you yeah. see right when the old man gets out of the car, he's distraught. He gets out of the car oh. and he's kind of in the road. Yeah. And the first thing the cop really says to him, besides saying, hey, are you okay? What's going on? Is he says, hey, come over here out of the road so you don't get hit. And exactly. so he's first watching this distraught old man. And the old man isn't really paying attention enough because he's just overwhelmed with everything. And now this pullover is just adding insult to injury in his mind. But the first thing that the kind police officer does is say, move over here so we're safe, okay? Now, what's going on? And he literally learns about this man and about what's going on. Instead of it being a revenue generating, I'm a, I'm the boss, shut up, sit down, old man, or whatever, he's going, hey, move over here so you're safe. Now, what's happening with you? What? And, and this is, in my opinion, a model example. This should be a piece of all going forward CSPOA training, Sheriff. Yeah, absolutely. I, I was thinking the exact same thing. We've got another video to show at our training, and and I I can't wait to use it. it this is fantastic. Uh, what a great example uh, this officer set. And not only that, but what did he do? Uh, he didn't write him the ticket at all. He forgot all about the ticket, uh, and and he took care of this seventy uh, nine year old man. Uh, what a he realized the ticket was not only not necessary, but it was harmful. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, I love this. I, I I love that this was a profession that I chose to be a part of uh, and that we've been training this for years and years uh, at the CSPOA. And of course, I did this training even before the CSPOA was founded. And a lot of the CSPOA was founded on this very principle. True public service. Man, you got to love it. Ladies and gentlemen, hang tight. You only heard half of the incredible Sheriff Matt show simulcast with Liberty Roundtable Live. The other half coming up with an incredible guest details in seconds on Brideon.tv and BrideonRadio.com, CSPOA.org. Island coins and precious metals. Mike Adams of NaturalNews.com says, 2020 has shown us that we must prepare for the unexpected. Gold and silver will be indispensable to your fiscal security during the coming financial pandemic. Shipments of real gold and silver are delivered safely, discreetly, and securely right to your door. You can also hold precious metals in your IRA. This allows you to protect your retirement savings with the ultimate safe haven, assets of gold and silver. Your metals are held in the form of physical coins and bars in a private depository under your name and on your behalf. Simply visit brighteonmetals.com today. Gold and silver will be indispensable to your financial security. Shouldn't you at least look into it? Treasure Island Coins and Precious Metals, in business since 1976. Visit com today. This is an amazing company that has sponsored both of us. And this is a way to have backup communications when the grid goes down. Well, the situation became problematic, Mike, with the New Orleans, uh, the latest uh, hurricane, because people panic. And this is one thing that I've learned from being associated with the satellite phone store for over a decade. People will call and order 600 phones at a time. What? It's like this, Mike. Anytime there is a crisis, people want these. And ladies and gentlemen, they've created a, such a good deal for uh, Mike's viewers, my viewers, our combined viewers. 
that this is the only way you're going to be able to communicate. And that's the other beauty about these phones is they can't track you because it's not talking to a cell tower. It's talking to satellites, you know, orbiting uh, over the equator. So SAT123.com, folks. your support of this platform. Use the code BTV at checkout for additional savings. Brighteonstore.com My fellow Americans, welcome back to the Sheriff Mack Show simulcast with Liberty Roundtable Live. Without further ado, our guest, John DeLemme, and he's the author of an incredible book, which we'll get to. He's a capitalism strategist. He's a conservative political commentator and podcaster. He's also the founder of conservativebusinessjournal.com, and he's been involved in counterattacks on socialism forever, ladies and gentlemen. John has built, believe it or not, one of the top conservative news sites that is feared by the mainstream press. Because you know what? He publishes hard-hitting truth. He slaughters fake news, and he exposes the lies of mainstream media everywhere he goes. Sheriff, welcome, John. Hey, well, thanks, this guys. is amazing. Sam, I got to tell you, before John gets to uh, bring up all the stuff that he's a part of, which are absolutely amazing, uh, first of all, the most important thing about John DeLemme is that he had me on a show a few weeks ago. That's yeah, John. Stellar. I know. But and right. thanks for having me on too, John. And thanks so much. And I have a copy of his book that he sent me. And it's called Making Capitalism Great Again, How to Maximize America's Booming Economy. Uh, and so, first of all, uh, I've got to ask you, uh, sure. John, is our economy really booming? Absolutely. Because... We're in America. No matter no matter what happens, this this country was founded upon capitalism, the the desire to earn income, to prosper. Obviously, with the way I look, my last name Delemi, I'm full blooded Italian, and my entire family came from Italy in 1913. My dad is actually watching right now. He's 92. My dad is on live. He goes, "I'm on." He just texted me, oh, and he, and he wonderful. loves seeing you on my show. He loves law enforcement. He raised us to respect the beat cops, shake their hands. We always had a in our neighborhood, Sheriff Mack, it was between all the businesses. I grew up in a family business. It was like who bought yeah. breakfast, lunch, and dinner for the cops. The cops are the most important asset in the core of America. So the whole country was built upon providing for your family, working hard, creating something for your neighborhood. And capitalism is going to be the difference maker in the midterms because people realize the lockdowns. I heard you. I was on your show earlier. The diapers or the, the face masks. It's all about shutting down America and shutting down the economy. That's all it is. I mean, that's yeah. all this is, is after the ability for us to be able to earn income as individuals in America. And my show went to the next level when I had you on as a guest. Next level. Oh, gee. Well, thank you. Well, thank you. We're trying to have you take this one to the next level. So we're, thank we're you. even. Awesome. Now, listen, I went, I went through some of your book. Obviously, I haven't read it uh, totally yet. I've only had it a couple of days. Uh, but Making Capitalism Great Again. 
Um, you, you point out a couple of things. First, I, I believe that you're actually saying, and I'm going to I'm going to read before I get you to respond. I'm going to read a couple of excerpts from your book. But to me, it kind of sounds like you're a religious person, and you're giving a religious connotation to capitalism that it seems to be a, a godly form of government or, or e economic uh, positioning. And I've, I've actually thought of that before myself, and I'm going, man, what a great concept that people choose for themselves uh, how to work and how to make profit and to be fair and honest, to be fair and honest in doing so. I think capitalism promotes uh, being fair and honest in what you're doing and in treating your customers and your fellow man. Before you respond to that, I want to say uh, just a couple couple of things on page 110. Socialism, this is your, your a quote from you. Socialism infects your greatness. It's like a right. virus. Yeah, there's a good comparison for you. It's like a virus that spreads and contaminates your ability to build a successful business and life. Socialism justifies government control of the economy with the promise of social equality. I have to say Trouble. that I have said this before. I've got two things here for you now. The one I just mentioned about godly capitalism. And the other one is I have always maintained that socialism and communism are the antithesis of the blessing that we receive from God to choose for ourselves. In other words, personal agency. If you could respond right. to both of those. Absolutely. And that's a great question. And I, you know, to me, it's like socialism is a criminal and law enforcement is capitalism. You're enforcing the laws of prosperity and the criminal to steal everything is a criminal. And even as I was reading a section with you, it's amazing how God gave me this vision because God knew God gave me the vision of this. I remember sitting one day and I do all my, I've written many books, but I remember the morning I told my wife, I said, go secure the website, making countless and great again book.com because something's going to happen in this economy and i say this and some people believe this some don't those that really walk with the lord understand this god knew that the china virus was going to shut the economy down i wrote this book before this began because it was all about the economic shutdown and infecting your ability because god's creativity you know in the bible jesus went crazy when his dad or almighty father gave his children talents and one of them mm -hmm. buried it, secured it, didn't allow it to prosper, didn't allow his greatness to shine through it. So there's no question that creativity and innovation, and I say it all the time, Sheriff Mack, that we're, we're in some of the biggest problems right now in America, but inside the biggest problems are the biggest opportunities. And, and I have your great book. I ordered it when you were on my show, or you were David. You know, Inside Goliath was a huge opportunity for David. Yeah. See, right now, there were people listening, and I always, in all the interviews I've done recently, you talk about the trucker. What happened was it took one trucker to wake up in the morning and say, you know what? I've had it. And I'm going to take yeah. my big rig. Now there's 50,000 truckers, 50-mile range. Some of your listeners may not know this, Sheriff Mack, but prior to this Freedom Convoy, the longest convoy in history was only five miles with truckers. So now they're at 50-plus miles. It's 50,000 truckers. But I want to just listen. getting started, gentlemen. They just get yeah. up again with one morning, one trucker woke up and said, I've had it. 
enough is yeah. enough. I'm taking my big rig. I'm taking my sound, and I tell everybody, and I always show this too, and I, I'll, I'll play this in your show real quick. The the sound of a trucker's horn is freedom. This this right here is capitalism. Literally, this is a trucker's horn. And <laughs> what happened was that's the sound of like a shofar in the Bible, a sound like you know what I've had it, and I want everyone to listen. Socialism infects your greatness. And you combine it with a government tries to justify control of the economy. Now, I wrote this before the China virus. And I say this just by the glory of God is that God knew. And some of you are listening. God's given you a vision to step out. God said, you know what? Same when you began the beginning of CSPOA.org. You were like one day woke up. You see, you know what? With all my expertise, I have to begin to, to train, teach, and mentor other sheriffs and how to be how to really encourage their real, let's say, sheriff ability. So all of you listening – Realize that we're in the greatest breakthrough season ever for those of you listening to innovate, to create. And don't let the infection of the capitalism, I mean, excuse me, of communism. I always say that the, the deadliest virus is communism, not the low-strand flu virus. The deadliest virus is communism. So we're in the greatest breakthrough yes. in, in America now, bar none. Well, well let, so I, let me play devil's advocate a little bit. You're actually saying that the economy is booming. There's so many signs that, Biden's policies are creating uh, hyperinflation and that it's looking like it's going to get worse. Uh, he claims that the employment rate is unemployment rate is really down when, in fact, there's still millions that have just completely dropped out. And there's so I mean, everywhere I go and I travel the entire country, people people have on their businesses signs. Please come and work for us. We'll pay you a bonus. We'll do anything to keep you. And they can't keep people in their businesses some of them are are not even staying in business because they can't get employees to come work especially when biden has promoted this thing you can make more money sitting at home uh, explain right. that absolutely and, and that's a great question it goes back to goliath <laughs> goliath was a huge problem yeah. goliath was a labor shortage supply chain and, and 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 the lawlessness it was a big problem but inside that david said you know what enough is enough so let me solve all your listeners. Let me solve the employment issue. This is what you should do. This is what we do when, 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 we're, when we hire people. Now, this, this takes faith, you know, especially those of you who are Christians. You, you can't preach faith if you don't practice it. I'll say it again. You can't preach or, or, act, or act faithful if you don't practice it. Start running ads, local small business, looking for mask-free, vax-free, patriots willing to work hard and be examples to your family we pay well and we make you look well call now start to go with the patriotic mindset of hiring people go man i can't do that why because of karen because of three karens you're not going to do what you know you should do see karen sheriff mac is the problem the karens that say yeah. put your mask on get your double vax double boosted all that junk we have to start we have, excuse me we have to stop listening to the to, to the three percenters and it's, it's so aggravating and annoying, and, and I get passionate about it because the labor shortage, the supply chain, that's a huge problem, but it's a big opportunity. For all of you right now that own a business, ask yourself a question. What can I do today to serve my customer? What can I do to go the extra mile, pick up the phone, make an offer in a product or service? You have a restaurant, I tell people, and especially as you, as you watch Sheriff Mac's show, all the sponsors I saw, I saw a uh, gold and silver metal sponsor during your break 
support all of Sheriff Mac's sponsors. You know, I tell people every time I interview Sheriff Mac, I tell people, watch the advertising differently. Watch the advertising say, hey, can I use that product? Can my family use it? Or who can I recommend it to? Because when you start recommending and suggesting conservative businesses, we shut down Pelosi, we shut down Biden, we shut down socialism, which is communism. So the labor shortage, start to start to believe locally, but let people know you're a patriot. You know, I'm famous for this uniform everywhere I go. I know after the show, I'm at my studio now and I have to head out. I have another, I have to head out after here and I have to go somewhere. I know when I walk in a store, everywhere I go, people say, I like that tie. And I tell them why. And this is what they always say. I like what it stands for. You know what it stands for? Freedom, love, America, God, people, patriots. And all of you listening, this is the greatest time. I talk about this in my book, innovation. God gives you the ability to innovate. You know, George Soros, Jeff Bezos, and Zuckerberg, and Bill Gates. Everybody thinks those are capitalists. They're not. They Those, those are the billionaire controls. Capitalism is the individual like all your sponsors they have a product or service your listeners can benefit from that is capitalism and that's america was founded upon that my family came from italy in 1913 i actually have their immigration papers here on my desk nine of them in 1913 with 17 dollars in a pocket that's my dad who's listening his mom and my aunt and uncles came from italy his aunt and uncles came from italy my great aunt and uncles with 17 dollars in their pocket they came to america to say i have an idea from god god gives you a vision and that's one thing. Don't let don't let fear at the radical left blur your vision of who you are. You're going to see the greatest growth ever. I believe we're going to create conservative billionaires coming forward that will transform this country immediately. Wow, that wow. Well, you said a mouthful, and, and that is fantastic. It's important to understand John is multi-talented. <laughs> he created one of the greatest sites on the internet, ladies and gentlemen, Conservative Business Journal. That's kind of how we first heard about John. Then you cranked up your incredible podcast and your book. Tell us a little bit about your site and your podcast, will you? Sure. And the uh, podcast, I, I began many years ago, Sheriff Mack, and, 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 I, and, and I remember that I said, I have to get the real news out, you know, and that's why my branding of my podcast, which you were on is CBJ real news because they're CNN fake news. Well, there's CBJ real news and CBJ stands for conservative business journal. And, you know, you get to, in life when there's competition, competition creates champions and you go into a ring and you're going to win. And I just saw the amount of fake news. I, I, I just saw the amount of fraudulent journalism I said, enough is enough. I mean, it's brainwashing. It is so wrong. You know, journalism means journal. Obviously, you've written many books. I've written many books. You think, you get a vision, and you journal, and you write. And then you report. That's what journalism is. You actually listen to a press conference, and then you summarize or recap it. And that's, that's journalism. That's the core of American journalism. And when I start to see just the fraudulent words, I said, I have to start to interview some influencers, get the word out. And we've been blessed to be one of the top podcasters and I've interviewed many people, obviously like yourself, Sheriff, Sheriff Mack. And, and, and I, and I handpick all my guests for, for their, their integrity, their honor. And we're independent like yourself. So I'm not paid off. And that's one thing too. the media. Remember guys, most people are paid off. Most media people, they control their guests by their sponsors. Like, well, you can't have Sheriff yeah. Mack on, man. He's just too like brutal. Like he actually believes in law and order and he believes like sheriffs should like shut down a tyranny. You can and that's everyone pay attention. As you go into your next level in life, never let money control your vision. 
because God will bless you with that. And then Conservative Business Journal, you know, we're one of the most feared news sites proven that I cannot run a Google ad on my site ever. Google shut me down because the amount of, of news that we publish because they see, you know what? But I consider and that, that a blessing, blessing, John. Oh, huge. Huge. I consider that well, a blessing because remember the difference between a naked capitalist and a real capitalist, ladies and gentlemen, is a real capitalist starts with a position of morality. John covers subject matter that most conservative talking heads won't touch for fear of losing their paychecks or being censored. John jettisons that and says, look, money's important. We have every right to make money. That's a capitalist. But we're not the naked capitalist. We're not only interested in the dollar. We're interested in the morality of things. We're interested in the rightness of our message and this and the honor in our stance. That's a real capitalist, John. And that's a and that's a great question too. I mean, there is a conservative voice, and I say this and sure if you'll love this, that that uh, he's supposed to be this big conservative voice, but but he won't say let's go Brandon on his show because he's concerned about being censored. Like. <laughs> yeah. He's controlling his yeah. voice because he's worried about being censored. Well, let, let me let me uh, ask this. I've asked this to, to a lot of different guests on our show. I'm going to ask it to you, too. What is the greatest – no, sorry. What is the worst thing happening to America right now? We know there's a lot. What is the worst thing happening to us as Americans or to our country right now? People complying and realizing that they're out to kill you. Just a mask is compliance, and that choice of a mask shows who they can control. And that seed of control is the ultimate harvest of destruction. It just infuriates me. We live in beautiful Florida. We have we're blessed to travel the entire country. But I know today when when I just go around in personal areas in Florida. That will see people wearing a mask. It's 82 degrees in free Florida, but yet they're so controlled. They wear a mask. So to me, it's fear control, which is an emotional atmosphere of communism. And to me, it is because it doesn't allow faith to operate. And for all the Christians that wear a cross around your neck and a, fa- and a mask on your, on, on, on your, a mask on your face, you got to wake up. So that's what really crushes me. And then to see people think we have a bad economy. No, we have a greatest. We're in America. Why is everybody coming here? They're coming here because of the opportunity to produce and prosper. And everyone, go back working hard. Go back to what I said earlier is run those ads. Be a proud patriot. Stop cowing down to the Karens. Stop being so worried. And as you know, in your book, it's it's a great book about I, I love David. I mean, I have my sword on my desk here. I talk about David and Goliath all the time. I'm famous for my sword. You can see my sword behind me. Right. I mean, it's yeah. and you and, and you know better than anyone. You, you wrote the book about it that when when David took the slingshot, killed him, dropped him, Goliath. It was Goliath's sword he used. I mean, mm-hmm. use the communism, guys. Right now, I'm telling you right now. There's someone listening. Let the truckers convoy inspire you in your local neighborhood, your local business. Those of you podcasters, influence authors, don't ask your friend should you interview that person or say that. They're worried. They're walking in fear. So that's that's the biggest problem we have right now is is the fear attitude in America. And tell everybody again where they can get your book. Sure, that they could visit my main website, conservativebusinessjournal.com, conservativebusinessjournal.com, and then you'll see a tab up on there called store. Click on there. We appreciate it. And please, for those that choose to own my book and read it, please purchase it through conservativebusinessjournal.com, not Amazon. 
because it's on Amazon, but we want to bring it back to obviously our, our, our business and all, all my book is self-published. Everything we do here is locally through our, through our, our printing here in Florida. And I'll actually bless you with some uh, bonus quotes I have, which, which I believe many of you will like the, these two quotes here, the, the capitalism quote where it says, Capitalism kills the deadly virus of communism. We will throw that in as a bonus when you guys invest in a book. And also, we got our freedom quote. I believe I sent one of these to you, Sheriff. I believe this is all you. The United States Constitution gives me the right to live free, protect my family, and serve my God. Surrendering my rights is not an option. And I just I, I just appreciate the, the time today and appreciate all of the listeners to realize you're special people. Don't let anybody tell you different. Realize that you are an American. You're alive. You woke up. It's 10:50 a.m. Eastern Time, wherever you're at. This is a brand new day. This is a brand new day for you to, to move forward. And you know, people always say that I uh, that you don't know my past. Well, guess what? Today, February 8th, will be tomorrow's past. So on February 9th, go, man, you got to know my past. I listened to Sheriff Mac show. I got inspired. I got motivated. I made a decision to step out. So realize control your future by controlling today because today is your greatest day. It's a seed God gave you to be the best you can be. That's fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, the, CBJ, so the CBJ Real News Podcast is available now. Uh, Conservative Business Journal is where you can learn about the book, learn about his incredible website, and the podcast. Uh, you know what, sir? We need to get you to attend as soon as you can. What are the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association training? There's no better way to understand who the CSPO is, what we are, what we do, than attend one of our trainings. And John, we'd like to officially invite you to a training that makes sense for you to attend. Uh, but all I'm telling you is there's no experience like it, Sheriff. Do you want to speak to that? Yeah, that's absolutely true. And uh, our conventions, our conferences, our training seminars have proven to be extremely effective. And, uh, for instance, the sheriffs in Texas are on fire right now. And all of this is about uh, doing what you uh, present, uh, your uh, thesis of your book, and that is to promote American ideals and That's American right. – uh, well, it's not American. It's the principles of capitalism, that I can profit from the amount of work that I do and that I profit because I treat people fairly and I'm honest in my dealings with my fellow man. Uh, man, John, that is fantastic. We so appreciate you being on the show today. I would take issue real quickly. I know we're about out. I would take issue. Um, can you change uh, instead of the Constitution gives to the Constitution protects our God-given rights and natural rights? Sure, probably. absolutely. Because You're the, the Constitution doesn't give us anything. It merely protects what God blessed us with when we were born. So thank anyway, you, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the work you're doing. Everybody get the book. It's fantastic. Making Capitalism again, but don't let me. Thank you, guys. Conservativebusinessjournal.com. John DeLemme, thank you so much, sir. Thank you, sir. Join the CSPUA today, ladies and gentlemen. CSPUA.org. Be part of the solution. As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character, 
For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. As the United States boldly stepped forward in the glorious light provided by its new constitution in 1787, the nations of the earth were in awe of the newfound strength and hope of this free land. Today, the nation stands at a crossroads, a divergence from the original intent put forth in the United States Constitution has brought grave threats to our beloved nation. A miracle is needed if the United States is to survive. That miracle is again the pure application of the United States Constitution. I'm Scott Bradley. In my To Preserve the Nation book and lecture series, I bring forth truths that will help raise up a new generation of statesmen like those noble Americans who founded this land. Vigorous application of these principles will invigorate and restore the nation, and we may become again the freest, most prosperous, most respected, and happiest nation on earth. Visit topreservethenation.com to begin that restoration. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way, but actually gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into mommy and daddy's bank account because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman on your radio. What an incredible interview with John DeLemme. What an incredible podcast or broadcast on TV. Simulcast with Liberty Roundtable Live with a good sheriff, Richard Mack and the Sheriff Mack Show. What an incredible discussion, ladies and gentlemen, about how much do you know about community policing? Much more than walking a beat, ladies and gentlemen. Community policing reduces fear in a community. We talked about that. We talked about this incredible video and audio where police stopped an elderly man who was distraught and literally helped him connect his new TV rather than give him a ticket. The Epic Times has the piece. Where's the mainstream press, ladies and gentlemen? Where are these criminals in the mainstream press when you need them? Anything that good that happens, they don't, they don't do anything. Why? What's wrong with these people, man? This is an incredible story that ought to be shouted from the rooftops why because of the morality of it why because of the compassion of it why because of the good news nature 
that it highlights, that it engenders, uh, the leadership that it provides. Ladies and gentlemen, Biden, believe it or not, now plans for taxpayer-funded crack pipes. Did you see this? This is just, I don't even know how to respond to this headline. Joe Biden wants safe places for folks to smoke crack and for folks to be able to have a, quote, safe place to inject their illegal drugs. And this is kind of what Joe Biden and crew do, these whacked-out Democrats or whatever. This is what they do, folks. They literally promote just, I don't even know how to describe it, but just criminal activity everywhere. Anyway, shame on Biden for you know pushing for these taxpayer-funded and crack pipes and safe places to do dope. What he wants is a safe place for these people to, to shoot up their drugs where then if they overdose, then they can apply Narconon or whatever else and bring them back from the brink of... I'm not mocking addiction, and I'm not saying that we shouldn't do all we can to see people survive drug addiction and drug abuse. We should. But ladies and gentlemen, taxpayer-funded, literally green lighting of drug abuse, shame on them. Shame on the Biden administration. Shame on all that they stand for and do. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for being alongside for the ride. Hopefully it was educational and entertaining. Archives of the Sheriff Mack Show and Liberty Roundtable Live. Liberty Roundtable Live archives are at libertyroundtable.com and lovingliberty.net. The video version available at brighteontv.com. Spread the word. Share the love. I am Sam Bushman. Thanks so much for being alongside for the ride. We the people, along with the grace of the Almighty, we can and will restore America. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.